Welcome to episode 179 of Missing Pieces. This is my weekly audio journal podcast where I talk about what I'm up to and what I'm into. And I don't know if I can even do an episode these days without talking about the thing that occupies the majority of my week and my life and the thing that I love so much, and that is No Zero Days. If you don't know what No Zero Days is, you probably do because I would imagine there is a strong overlap between the Greg's World vlog audience and the Missing Pieces audio journal audience. But if you don't know, No Zero Days is this video series concept that I came up with about a year ago, I think it was last October, where I decided that I was gonna start filming something every single day of me living my life, working on goals, both big and small, with the ultimate goal of always making some progress every single day, which is why you don't wanna have a zero day. A zero day is a concept that I first heard about when I was following people that were doing the Appalachian Trail, something that I'm very fascinated with. And a zero day on the trail is where you just kinda take the day off. It's like, man, I've been hiking like crazy, my feet have blisters, I need a day where I can just sit back and relax. That's a zero day. In my life, in my goals right now, I'm trying not to have zero days. That being said, I don't record on the weekends because I've made that separation between work life and uh, like home family life. So I get all of my stuff done during the week and the weekends is just for us to hang out and have fun. That being said, sometimes I do record things over the weekend, but there is no editing. There's nothing that happens, which is why this episode, if you're curious, is now being recorded Friday, September 29th at 1.20 p.m. This is my Friday afternoon activity, festivity. And then this goes out on Sunday, which is nice for hopefully people that are either listening on the weekend or if you need this like to get you through your week somehow, whether you're commuting to work on Monday morning and you're just like driving and you're you're stuck in traffic or maybe you're on like uh, your lunch break that day or I don't know where it is or how it is that you found this, but I'm glad that you're here. No Zero Days, though, has picked up this year. Once Clark Mann and Cody went back to school, I found myself in, I guess, a new chapter with uh, just a big question mark as to what my life was going to be now. And I was like, hey, let's start doing No Zero Days again. Hold myself accountable each day, trying to work on something, to do something where it's worthy of sharing. And I've been having a blast with it. I love the idea of crafting a little story each day. I love, love, love the process of editing, even though it takes some time. But time is what I have on my hands. And I love the fact that there's been a positive response to what I've been doing. It's been really cool to see because our channel historically was mostly comprised of people that really enjoyed like the the kids stuff, you know, like Thomas and the toys and the Hot Wheels. And we still do that. Like that's still a big part of our lives and something that I thoroughly enjoy. I was never, ever, ever, and never will I make videos to cater to an individual audience. If that was the case, I would do nothing but make Thomas videos. I make videos of things that we're passionate about or interested in at the time that it's happening and the chapter that we're in. In this case, I'm just sharing what I'm up to every day. And it's been cool to see like the feedback coming from that. The views are pretty good. I'm happy with that. The comments are fantastic. Like you can definitely see that the audience has, is maturing, at least from what I could tell. And I think this is gonna be really great going forward because this is like the direction and the path that I intend to go down. You know, if Greg's Farm is ever gonna be a thing, we've gotta have the fan base to support it. And I think that the, the No Zero Days audience would love the animal element that I so, so hope to someday have as a part of my life. And I just think it's going to be a natural progression. So right now, and I've talked about this before, where you're in the jungle and you're swinging from tree to tree on all these vines. I feel like the vine that I'm reaching for right now is the No Zero Days vlogs, and it's going to carry me right to the next tree that I'm hoping to get to. So I just want to start this episode off by saying that I'm having a great time. I hope you're enjoying those episodes and all the little things that we get up to each day. And uh, I hope it's it's worth worthy of your time, as is this podcast. So uh, this episode, though, now that we've we've covered kind of like the thing that I'm going to be doing every single week, so we won't talk too much about that. Uh, this episode kind of finds itself being a thing of the week episode. As I was jotting down my little notes this week, I'm like, oh, that's that of the week, and that's that of the week, and you'll see as we go down through this. But it's like it's the thing of the week, and uh, I guess I'll just start off with the fun of the week, right? Outside of making no zero days vlogs, this is something that I didn't film last weekend, but I should have because it was hilarious. We were talking about VR and Cody was saying about how she wanted to try out the Oculus Quest. I have, you know what the Oculus Quest is? It's like one of those big VR headset things you put on with the two controllers you have in your hands and it's as though you're inside of a game, right? And there was this one I was like, you gotta try. If you're gonna do anything, you gotta try playing this game called Richie's Plank Experience. It was a game that I've never played, but I've heard about. And essentially what it is, is you put the Oculus Quest on, or Meta Quest as it's called now, Facebook owns it, so now it's Meta. I still say Oculus because I refuse to admit defeat to uh, Mark Zuckerberg and his lizard 
what is what is he a, a lizard man? He's a lizard clone. I don't know what he is, but he's something. He's an android, I think, even though he doesn't work for Google. This game, wow. <laughs> like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard clone, but he might be. Anyways, this game, you, you put on the headset and you walk into this elevator. You press a button to go up to the top of this building. The doors open, and as you look out, there is a plank out that's above a city. And it's your job, if you're brave enough, to walk out there and walk out onto the plank. And I tried it, and I was kind of underwhelmed because I, I could feel, I was barefoot, so I could feel the carpeting on my feet, and I've had VR experience, so I know I'm not actually there, right? I do think, like, if you're a first-timer, this would be a great game for you to play, which is why I thought Cody would love it, or it would I would love it, her reaction to it, which I did, because she goes in, and she's trying to figure out things. She presses the elevator door, and it closes. She goes up, the doors open, and she starts screaming, like literally screaming. And this is when I should have pulled my phone out because even if I'm not posting this online, having this reaction would have been absolutely priceless. So she's screaming. She's trying everything she can to walk through the door. Like she knows darn well. And she's even saying to herself, she's like, I know I'm in the basement. I know I'm standing. Like she was standing right here. We moved the coffee table. <laughs> and she's like, no, she's there. But she can't do it. She physically can't. She's screaming. She's like, has her arms out. Roxy's losing her mind. Roxy comes running down to like save her from whatever thing is happening to her. It's weird because Roxy always protects Cody, but never me. Like if I pretend I'm like getting after Cody, she'll come over and like get aggressive with me, like to protect her. Whereas if Cody does that to me, she's like, meh. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, he's fine. I guess it's because I'm like so alpha and like so strong and dominant and she's so weak and peasant-like. I hope she listens to this. She's going to punch me in the face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, maybe it's because she's her favorite. That's probably what it really is, which makes me sad. I want Roxy. I want her to view me as her favorite. I want to be the favorite. Could I just be the favorite of one person? I know Cl Cody's Clark's favorite. I'm, I'm sure of that. But like, can I be a favorite? I just want to be somebody's favorite. I'm the chicken's favorite, probably. Anyways, she's freaking out on this. She can't do it. She physically can't do it. So Clark man tries it. Clark is like, he walks right out and like is spinning around. Then he sits down on the plank and then he jumps off the plank and he's laughing and giggling. And I'm just like, that's so funny to see the, the two different reactions from two people that are playing this VR game. One person paralyzed with fear, one person unfazed entirely. So that was the end of Richie's Plank Experience. It was a very short and uh, I, I would say underwhelming game. I do think if you're going to play it, the way to do it is to actually put a board on like the floor and to wear shoes probably. That way it really does feel like, oh crap, I'm stepping out on this thing. But for me as a seasoned veteran of the meta quest, I just, I knew it was fake. I knew I wasn't actually on top of a building in New York City walking out on a wooden board. Anyways, when we were done playing that, Clarkman wanted to play some other games, so he tried the game Super Hot. Super Hot. My favorite video game that I've played in like the last 10 years, probably. Maybe more. It's the super immersive thing where it's almost like you're in the Matrix. If you ever seen that movie where Neo can like freeze time and then the bullet flies past him, that's the premise of this game. And I probably talked about this in episode like maybe 100 episodes ago or something, 50 episodes ago. Uh, you play in this white void that has like weapons and some some items in it, but there's like these red like crystal or glass like characters, and this sounds weird, but these guys are coming for you, wh whether it be with guns or fists or something. They're all trying to attack you, but the the element of it that makes it interesting is that time only moves when you move. So if you go reaching for a gun to go shoot one of these guys, which you can do and actually pick up and like you're you're shooting them they start moving towards you. So when you get into one of these levels, which it's just a series of like VR missions, you need to decide, okay, who is the biggest threat right now? There's three people in this room, two unarmed guys, one guy has a gun. I need to watch out for him. Or three guys running out with a knife. Who's the closest guy to me? And then you have to move accordingly and make plans to like avoid the things that are after you. And it's so much fun. And Clarkman absolutely loved this game. He was like in a whole nother world, uh, he basically didn't want to come back to reality, which is a little scary, you know, to get that immersed into it. And I don't think you're, as a young child, you're necessarily supposed to be playing VR, but I thought it'd be a fun experience for him. And he loved it. By the time he was done, the dude was literally soaked with sweat, like completely soaked. 
that's that the benefit of that game too. Another game that I really enjoy playing for Meta Quest is called Thrill of the Fight. It's a boxing game. I, dude, I got my heart up to 185 playing that game one time, which is crazy. Like that's super high, and you don't even notice it because you're having so much fun, like punching people. Cody tried that game out as well, and she was just like flailing her arms and stuff. It was hilarious. I sh- biggest regret of my life not filming her trying to play VR. We could have went on America's Funniest Some Videos. I could have won $10,000. It would have been us. Although you never really beat the people that are playing that and then they go to jump and then they jump into a TV and break it and stuff. I think that's like always going to win just the the absolute terror uh, style videos. So it was fun. I had a great time, but it's kind of got me into the zone of wanting to do VR and stuff again. And I saw this week, it was just weird how like sometimes the, the world works in mysterious ways, as they say. But I saw a video about the new MetaQuest 3 that's coming out that's supposedly thinner and lighter and better resolution and $500. And uh, for me, I don't know if I'm going to buy it or not. It probably depends on if there's any like killer games for it. Like right now, there's not much on on the meta quest store that i'm like super interested in we got beat saber i got a table tennis game that's like had a lot of hype on it i got a fishing game which is actually kind of fun but not as fun as real fishing i think that might actually be what it's called real fishing vr or something like that uh but ultimately my favorite game is v of his vr my favorite vr game is vr it's uh, super hot it's so much fun and uh, i just want to play through the whole game again after clark was playing and i had it like casted onto the computer so i could see what he's doing and it was fun like watching him walk around and react to things and stuff uh so if you're ever thinking about getting into vr one it can be a good workout because you're you're physically moving as opposed to like regular video games you're just kind of sitting and being like yeah i'm moving my fingers and stuff uh, but it, it's very immersive, especially if you like don't get motion sickness and stuff from it, because there can be some negative things. But I had fun with that. So that was like the the tech and the fun of the week. I don't know where we're putting that. I'm going to call it the fun of the week. <clears throat> Excuse me. The next thing, next thing of the week, my purchase of the week. I ended up, I think I mentioned last week that I was looking for a new Apple watch or a watch in general, a smart watch. Cody was working at her job, moving these shelves around or these books and scratched or actually like put a crack into the screen of her watch on like the brick wall that's in there. And I've been like looking for a bigger or newer watch. And I was like, hey, you, she's like, I just want the same thing. I want the same size and everything. Only in gray. I'm like, I got the perfect watch for you. It's my watch. And then I'll upgrade. And I was like thinking about getting a Garmin watch because the Apple Watch Series 9 was rather disappointing. It's like the same thing as the 8, which is the same thing as the 7, which is basically the same thing as the 6. There's not been much innovation in the world of Apple Watches. Supposedly next year that's changing. But I was like, let me look at Garmin. And while Garmin are great fitness watches, like especially for fitness, and while their battery life is fantastic, like you can go like a week without charging your Garmin watch, depending on which one you have. They have like tons of watches, whereas Apple Watch is like, do you want the small one or the big one? Or do you want the Ultra? And I looked into all of them. Like I was even looking at the Apple Watch Ultra, which is like an $800 watch. And I was looking at the Series 8 because I was like, okay, I can get a Series 8 for like $350, uh, which isn't much different from Series 9. They don't really have Series 7s anywhere. But then I saw this deal on Walmart for the Apple Watch SE 44 millimeter, which is exactly what I had before, only in 40. We we both had SEs. They were just super economical. And I noticed that the 44 millimeter, which is a slightly bigger one, if that, you know, millimeters might not mean anything to you, but the slightly bigger watch was $159. Or you could get the same watch with the cellular package on it for the same price as $159. So I was looking at that watch and I was like, you know, I was really happy with my last one. Other than the size, I just wanted something a little bigger. Don't look at my wrist because it's going to spoil a story, you cheaters. I wanted a bigger one. And I was like, okay, this I can get for $159. I'm not going to put the cell phone thing on it because I really don't need that. I just want what I ultimately decided was that the Apple Watch is the one I wanted to go with because it is like tied into the Apple ecosystem, which I'm very heavily invested in. And it just seemed like it would suit me the best. So I was like, $159 for this. Does the Series 8 have $200 more of value to it that I would get out of it versus $159? And the answer was a very, very solid no. There is not $200 worth of of stuff on there. If you're wondering about the new Series 9, if you want to get that 44 millimeters without cell phone or anything like that, I think it's a shade over 400 bucks, which is just insane. So this seemed like the absolute perfect uh, choice for me was to get the 
the SE, which came out in 2020. It's a couple years old. Again, not much difference though for $159 with the cell thing on it, which is what I did. And I'm having it right here so you can see it. Uh, and Siri's listening to me. She's actually transcribing the entire podcast, which could be kind of handy now that I'm thinking about it. I should have Siri transcribe this so it could almost be a thing that someone could read if they want to. I don't know how this would turn out as something you'd read, though, because it's not scripted. Therefore, it's not like super, um, like even that, the um would then be a part of it. So I don't think that would work. But uh, here's the 44 millimeter if you want to see it. Looks great on my wrist. It, it seems more appropriate for my size of wrist. Hold my wrist really weird. Came with a midnight silicone band, which I love this silicone band. It's it's great. I keep it a little loose because I like to have a little bit of air blowing under there, if that makes sense. I got the iOS 10 on this with the new face that I really love, and I'm very happy. I set Cody's watch up for her, my old one, her new one. She actually uh, inherited my iPhone 13 Pro as well. And then like the funny thing is, this is the, the hand downs. I pass my stuff to Cody and then Cody passes her stuff to her mom. It's like the, if you had a big family growing up, it's like the, the new kid or the oldest kid gets all like the new shoes. And then they go down through all of the kids. Like if you say you're like a, a family with five kids and everybody's using the same stuff, that's kind of what we're doing, but it makes sense. Cause there's still value left to that stuff. And the beauty is like, I think if I go to trade this watch in, say the new Apple watch comes out next year and it's like fantastic, like it's, it's incredible. I think I'm basically going to get all of my money back on this. Cause this was on like a crazy deal. So it seemed, uh, you could probably look on Walmart right now. If you wanted to try to get one of these, if you're in, if you have an Apple watch or if you have an app, Apple phone, if you have an iPhone, uh, having an Apple watch is kind of nice. Uh, I don't really use it to like for much other than I do my workouts on there. The ring thing is kind of a motivating thing. Like you can close your rings every day. Like there's like a move ring stand ring. Uh, what's the other one? Like, I don't know. There's three rings. Lord of the Rings. And uh, I use it to obviously check the time. I check the weather on it. I do put the workout stuff in there. I love to track my sleep. It's kind of like a, just a, I don't do anything with the data other than just look at it. I'm like, oh, interesting. I was in REM sleep three times last night. Oh, I woke up at 2 a.m. for five minutes. What was that all about? You know, I just, I just I'm kind of a nerd like that. And I just, I love having it. So uh, do I regret not getting a Garmin? Not really. Uh, would I enjoy a Garmin? Maybe at some point, like if I really get into like the fitness side of things, which I probably should do, I think a Garmin watch would be great. But if you're just into a lifestyle type of thing where you just want to do all the things I said, check your text messages, reply to them. Uh, maybe you can listen to, you can listen to podcasts on this too. I always have my phone with me, so I don't really do that. Uh, it, it's great for that. And for $159, I'm, I'm down at 400 or $430 or whatever the new ones are. No way, man. No way, Jose, am I paying that much money for a watch. And the Apple Watch Ultra, which is supposed to be like amazing for hikers and stuff, but really is just worn by people that are going to Starbucks to get their coffee. $800? No thank you, sir. So that's my uh, purchase of the week, week, week. We should do little bumpers for each one of these. Uh, if anybody's really good at sound engineering and we make this as, uh, like a series where I do like... Uh, my fun of the week. We have like a little fun jingle play, like do 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 do. I don't know. I need to get back into playing my piano, which I haven't done in a long time. We do purchase of the week. Next one, improvement of the week. I did something that I've been wanting to do for three years this week. And it's because of no zero days. Because it was like, you know what? I have a day. It's beautiful out. I'm going to get this thing done finally. And that thing is fixing our fence that runs along between my neighbor's property and mine. We have like a 48 inch fence. It's like chicken fence basically, but the people that lived here before used it to keep their dog in. And I certainly like it for the same reason. When I let Roxy out the back door, I have no worries of her escaping our yard or going out in the road and getting hit or anything like that. So this fence has been absolutely screwed up ever since we moved in. Like the bottom of it looks like somebody took a weed whacker and just shredded it. And that's probably what happened over time. Like, I don't know if it was people lived here or the people that lived next door. They probably didn't like the grass growing up along the fence. So they just went da-da-da-da-da all the way down it. And it looks terrible. And uh, like a year ago, I bought new fence for it. It's not super expensive fencing. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to put that in. I'm going to make a video about it. And I just never did it. And the rule of this year for me, and especially like now that we're in this no zero day chapter, is it's time to get things done, Greg. Let's get things done. Isn't that like the Home Depot Let's do this. Just do it. Nike. I'm like falling into these corporate slogans. I feel like anyways, no zero days. Get it done. That's gonna be my thing. Get her done. I think that's Larry, the cable guy. 
I need to come up with one of my own. If you have any suggestions for me having like a, I need like a phrase, maybe we can get it printed onto a t-shirt or something. Uh, leave it as a comment in this video. It'd be very helpful. I'll give you a 10% commission on all sales. Anyways, there, there will be one just to me for so I can wear the shirt. That fence needed to replace. I had the fence, so I went and did it, and I made a video about it. It was lovely. The weather was great outside. Roxy Bear was out there. I listened to some podcastage, which I should have. Looking back now, I had a freaking Audible credit that I could have used. I had like a new one that day, and I should have used that credit to get a book instead of just listening to podcasts. If you have any book recommendations, throw that out there too. I'm, I'm always looking for stuff. And I know when I ask recommendations, you guys, you guys come through because you did last week with some listener feedback, which we'll get to, but not yet. We're still early in the game, my friends. We got time. Fix that darn fence. It looks fantastic. To the untrained eye, you wouldn't even notice anything's different. But to me, I look out there and I feel a sense of accomplishment and pride. And that's why I love doing Greg's little home improvements. I did another one this week too, but I'm going to keep that as a surprise for you to tune into the No Zero Days vlogs. Um, it feels good getting stuff done. I just like looking at something and I'm like, I'm going to change that and I'm going to make that better. And when you're done with it and you accomplished it, that feeling is is like none other. And I love that. And like that goal setting thing of mine and knowing that I can accomplish things. And if I really want it, knowing that I can get it no matter what it is, is a huge driver in my life. And I've decided to also take that into our next segment here, which is my win of the week, an oldie, but a goodie coming back also kind of win of the month. Uh, I decided that it's time for me to get my weight under control. I am as of this week, I was eight pounds higher than I had been at my lowest weight weigh-in, which was back in May. Over the summer, things just went by the wayside. We were traveling. We were doing stuff. I'm eating all kinds of food. You saw the videos. Decided it's time to get things back in order here. And I'm happy to announce that I am down. This month, I am down 3.6 pounds now. Just after literally all I've been doing, you've been seeing it. I've been going to the gym. I started doing the elliptical this week, which has been a big help. And also, I'm really just watching what I eat. Not necessarily like I had a burrito for lunch today, but that's all I ate today. I didn't eat like chips with it. I didn't have a, a soda with it. There was none of that stuff. Like I'm really just like not night snacking anymore. I'm not taking any wasted calories with drinks. This is my drink. H2 Izzo. V to the Izzo. That's what I've been doing. And I'm seeing results and I'm like, dude. And this is what I want to take it back to and what I, what little motivational thing I want to give to you, because I think we could all use a little bit of inspiration from somebody out there. You can get anything you want. You can do it. And it's like, I'm able to make these videos that I want to make. I can craft these stories. I can have a video out every day at 10 o'clock for people to watch. That's way harder than losing 0.2 pounds this week or whatever. You know, that's way harder why can I not do this? And the answer, and why I've been working towards this for so long, but not been successful. I literally, at this moment right now, I'm 16 pounds from my absolute lean, mean, fighting machine weight. Why am I not getting it? And it's because it's not a priority for me. It's not the highest level. Like if I focus my attention on that, and it's, it's hard for me to focus my attention on all these different things, you know, because I... I like narrow down into one thing. I think I have like the opposite of ADD, I think, where, you know, ADD, I, I feel like, and I, I can't speak on this because I don't, I don't think I have it. Maybe I do. Or ADHD, maybe that's what it is. It's like you, 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 you're all over the place, but you can't like get one thing done. And I feel like that sometimes, but like, I can just get so narrowed in on something that everything else goes by the wayside. Like my Brickitech channel right now, for example, I've been doing these no zero days vlogs and like, just like in my mind, like really doing well at that, but like. I don't have time for the Lego stuff. And I feel bad because my channel's like, it's it's like grapes, like turning into raisins on the vine. I had like all this momentum and I've, I've lost it because I can't do everything at once, but like, I'm just following my heart. But back to the weight thing, it's like, why can't, why isn't this done yet? I've been like focusing on this for well over a year, 16 pounds. I could have done that in my sleep, but the problem is you lose sight. And you're like, okay, I'm going to eat some pizza. I'm going to do this. It's, it's just poor eating habits is really what it was. But like doing 30 minutes on the elliptical, and I've been taking Roxy for lots of walks too. I feel like that helps. Doing the weightlifting, I don't think really helps with that. But it's like like keeping fitness focused, maybe even the watch, like watching those ring clothes every day, I think is, is helpful. Uh, but ultimately, it just comes down to like wanting something, for me at least. And I don't know how people 
other people motivate themselves. I don't know if pe- other people are even motivated at all, but like my entire life, every aspect of it is focused on goals. I can't live without them. If I didn't have goals, I would have no purpose in life. I would probably like lay- be laying in bed right now depressed if I didn't have something that I was working towards. I've always had that. Like even when I was at my job, my goal was like, let's get out of debt. And I went so freaking hard on that, maybe a little too much that like, I just wanted to be free. And I felt like that was my path of freedom. And ultimately it was. And it's like, I have these goals. Like I, I want to make a, a channel, a vlog channel. And I want to share like whatever. And then like that does well. And I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And then it's like, Hey, I really love Lego. Let me do that. And that works. And it's, it's like, I I'm successful at the things that I put my attention to but I need to put my attention to it. That's, that's the, it's a secret, right? Everybody wants the secret to weight loss. Focus on it. That's, I mean, maybe not for everybody. Obviously people have different health situations, but for me, I'm a relatively healthy young man, young lad, not so young man anymore. And I honestly just feel like if I just focus on it, I, I could really come at you with, with my extreme fighting weight, which is what I'm intending to do. And I'm putting myself out there right now in front of the, the world of all few hundred of us <laughs> on December 28th, 2023, the day that I turned 39 years old, I will 100% be at my fighting weight. Not that I'm fighting anyone, but you know, it's my, my weight. I want to be 159 pounds. I'd even settle for 159.9. I, I want to be under 160. I'm 175.4 today. I can do this. I can make this happen, especially with having a deadline and being like, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I already put it out there to the world. And if I don't do it, I'm a failure. I don't want to be a failure, right? So I'm going to make it happen. I don't care what I need to do to make it happen. I will. And I think I need to start documenting some of this. I did some some stuff this week to kind of like, you know, show in my vlog. But you just have no idea who's out there watching. And in listener feedback, we'll, we'll see this play into itself quite heavily. You have no idea who's watching and what kind of impact just this, even just the simplest of things can have on somebody. And I'm willing to put myself out there and bet my bottom dollar that there's one person listening to this right now that in the next week's going to make better decisions with their food choices simply because of what I've talked about here. And that's pretty freaking awesome. And I'm proud of you. I'm pretty proud of you. Tell me about it next week when you come back and let me know how, how good you're doing. Anyways, that's my win of the week. And uh, I guess ongoing battle and struggle. We'll, uh, I'll keep you updated. I haven't been sharing it lately because I've been embarrassed. Um, but I don't want to be embarrassed anymore. I want to tell you that I want to tell you how good things are going. All right, let's go on to the funny story of the week. We'll shift shift here a little bit. Came home from the gym the one day, and I walk in and I hear this this crazy sound coming from our refrigerator. It's like a and I'm like, holy frick, what the heck is this sound? First of all, I didn't know where it's coming from. I walk in, I'm like, uh, where, where is this sound coming from? So I walk through the house and I'm like, it's getting quieter. And then I look downstairs here. Cause I'm thinking like maybe our septic alarm's going off, which if that was happening, I was just going to go jump off the roof and end it all. Just kidding. Don't do that. It wasn't down here. It was upstairs and it sounded like it was coming from the microwave or the refrigerator. And like, I'm listening. And then I put my head like in the refrigerator and I don't hear it there, but I hear it on the outside of the refrigerator. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's like the ice machine in the refrigerator. So I'm dinking around with that, trying to figure it out. Makes no difference even when I pull that out. So I'm like, oh God, what could this be? Maybe the compressor is going down the fridge. I'm like, let me isolate this. So I come downstairs. I flip the breakers for both the fridge and the microwave. I walk back upstairs it's still making this freaking sound even when it's off. It's, it's like from the dead still making this terrible whistling sound. Like I can't even live with myself until I put my ear right up next to this little timer that we have. That's a battery operated timer that you can press like the minutes and and seconds on it and like set a timer, like a temporary timer. And I'm like, son of a biscuit. It's that friggin' timer. The batteries are like running out on this and it's making this really high pitched, low whistling sound. Cause when I pick it up, it stopped. I'm like, oh my God. I was Googling like, what is a bad uh, refrigerator compressor sound like? Why is my refrigerator making like a whistling sound? I was doing like the WebMD stuff where you find out you have, you have like diabetes, cancer, AIDS, all that stuff that happens whenever you like type into WebMD. Like, why does my, th- why is my throat sore? And then you find out like you're going blind or whatever. That's basically where I was. And then to find that out, I was like, oh my God. 
So it was pretty funny. I did film some of that. So you'll get to see it in a vlog that's coming up this week. Oh my gosh. It was, it, I felt like the sense of relief afterwards though. Like, did you ever have something really like terrible not happen to you or, or like, like, it, it, like death, like bypassed you in some way. And you feel so lucky afterwards. You're like, I'm so thankful to be alive. I was so thankful to not have to buy a new refrigerator. It just like gave me like the sense of like, uh, like thankfulness, you know? And I'm like, how do I capture this all the time? Maybe I should pretend that bad things are happening all the time. And I've been able to escape them all and then be able to like really absorb like how good things are. And I do think about that sometimes like on weeks where like bad things don't happen. I'm like, man, things are going pretty good. But then it it's fleeting though. Cause you very rarely are appreciative of the good times. You're just really hard on yourself and your conditions during the bad times. Like, why did this happen? Why am I dealing with this? Why is this a part of my life? Like, why, why am I cursed? You know, you're not cursed. It's just sometimes things start piling up. Usually in threes, I found that. I don't think there's any truth in that, but it's historically, it's been that way for me. So funny story of the week, the fridge sound. Hope you enjoyed that little one. Next one. And I guess our, our last one before we get into listener feedback my proud moment of the week. It's not my weight. No, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. But my proud moment, to be proud, you almost have to be, like you can be proud of yourself, but I think it's more powerful to be proud of other people, particularly if you let them know you're proud of them. Nothing better than someone telling you that you're proud of them. And that's exactly what I did with Clark Man this week because that little dude brought home his report card and his grades are off the charts. Like really amazing. He is at the highest level on everything. And according to the page on math, he is higher than 95% of, I don't know if it's third graders in general or third graders in Pennsylvania. I don't know if they're all weighted together, but he's in the 95th percentile. And I was just like, dude, my kid's smart. <laughs> How did this happen? He got it. He got his, 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 he got my bad looks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He got his mom's genius. I don't know, but dude, it's so cool to see like him thriving. And like, I'm, I'm impressed with him. Like a lot of times, like we're playing that it takes two game. And sometimes like, I'm trying to figure out a puzzle and he's just like, dad, you got to jump over here and do this. And I'm like, you're right, son. And it's just like, man, this is cool. How do you have a kid that not only is super cool. And like, I just, I just think he's such, has such a great personality. He's a character. He's an entertainer. But he's also smart. He's he's the full package, ladies. I mean, we'll we'll talk about that years from now. But like the dude's got it going on, and I was just like so stoked to see that. So that was like my my proud moment of the week, feel good moment of the week that happened yesterday when Clark Man brought home his report card. So I was I was uh, pretty tickled about that. So that's like all the things I could think of this week. Again, I'm documenting all this stuff. So if you want to see. All of the antics that I get into, you could watch that on the vlogs, which you, you probably have. But uh, if you're wondering like where we're at in, this, in the scheme of things, I'm exactly one week behind. Today, I just finished up editing last Friday's video. So I have five videos, including today's. Uh, so we're going to get caught up. I'm going to have videos coming out on the weekends too. So within like two weeks or so, or maybe yeah, I think like two weeks, we'll be like up to date. I'm going to have a video, like my ideal scenario is the video I'm recording today, I will edit tomorrow. At when you know whenever I get a chance and then that will come out the following day like at 10 a.m I feel like that's a good time like people are up and, and around you have to let me know what time works for you but it'd be the next day so I'm never like under the gun to put a video out but we're almost in real time within 48 hours of things happening that way it becomes more interactive too because right now like people are saying things on videos that happened like a week or two ago and it's like well crap I can't like I can't be like hey yesterday you know, John said that we should uh, do this thing and I'm going to try that out. I can't do that because we're, we're in like such a discrepancy with times, but we're getting caught up. That was mainly due to, due to summer. And uh, the only way that I'm getting caught up is because I'm not filming on the weekends, uh, ideally. So that's kind of where we're at. I did find it funny. Someone in one of these missing pieces episodes commented like no zero days except for Saturday and Sunday. And I like to think that even though I'm not recording those days, I'm still working on something and that is family time. And I don't think you need to record everything and anything all of the time, a little bit of everything all of the time. I think it can just be, you know, just chill. And I like the idea that I can just get up and I'm not worried about things. I got videos ready to go for this whole weekend. Like I'm, I'm just like you now, like when Friday, when it hits five o'clock on Friday, I'm, I'm clocking out and I'm done for the weekend. 
right? I think you got to have some balance in your life. I've always struggled with it. And now we are, uh, we're running on all cylinders, I feel like. And I hope, hope you are too in your life. Speaking of you though, let's, let's, let's uh, get into some listener feedback from last week. I, I got most of the stuff here. Anybody that I don't, uh, directly reply to or, or talk to here, I'm going to try to hit you up in the, in the comments to get back to you. There's like 30 comments, which is like really cool. It's good to see, man. I'm glad you guys are like engaging with this. I, I plead with you every week. You know, I talk about all these things. You got to have something that you could say, right? First great video loser. I don't know. You could say whatever you want. The first one comes from uh, Fredo racing. He says, as a person, I, <laughs> as a person, he's a person I've had many chicken in my life. And sadly, I've lost many due to foxes. I'm not making fun of you, Frida. I appreciate you. He says, as a person that's had many chickens in my life, I'm like your English teacher now. And sadly, I've lost many due to foxes from leaving their doors open too. But since I got more chickens, I always double check before I go to sleep. It's always sad when it happens, but that's life. So I hope your chickens will live well with their future friends and it all goes well. And once again, another banging podcast. Thank you. I like your adjective there, sir. I'm going to give you an A for that comment. We're not rating comments here, but uh, yeah, I, I have the automatic door, which is from Run Chicken. They actually sent it to me for free. It's a pretty cool thing where you can you can program it where it opens and closes automatically. When I left the door open, though, it was the secondary door because I was just peeking in to see if there were some eggs, and I never shut it, and I was an idiot, and I made a huge mistake, and I'm Tom Tom paid dearly for that, and I, I still think about it, and I'm like, I'm such an idiot. I do stupid things sometimes. <laughs> And I wish I couldn't, I wish I'd stop, but I, I messed up and I'm hoping to make it right with the new chickens that are coming. In fact, they're going to be born by the time you're listening to this podcast, my new chickens might be born. They're going to be born on October 2nd. How exciting is that? So I'm sure I'll be talking about that along the way, but, uh, yeah, it's, 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 I'm thankful to have that door because had we been on vacation all the times we were in the last year, all those chickens would be dead right now. So I just have to rely on the door to do its job, make sure I don't do anything stupid with the other door, and all is good. But we're going to have a full house here of chickens coming up. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I am I got six new chickens coming. And one of them we've already named Tom Brown Jr. because it's the same type of chicken that Tom is, and I'm hoping has the same personality. We're going to make sure that we cuddle with these chickens and really handle them a lot so they're really sweet. Uh, and I, I just can't wait. I'm, it's been a while since we've had any new pets and it's like Greg's farm miniature style. And I'm excited. I also am like, I'm like thinking about getting some fish. I, I got, I got dreams guys. I got them. Anyways, lots of, lots of comments on the, the chicken situation here. Next one comes from Chad who says, Greg, I love listening to these podcasts and watching your videos because you keep it real. Keeping it real doesn't just mean only showing the good things in life. It also means showing the bad. Unfortunately, that's what life is good. That's what life is, good and bad. There are too many YouTubers out there only show the good and never the bad, and that isn't realistic. Understanding death while growing up makes it easier to deal with as you get older. Even if it is sad, keep up the great work. Yeah, I, I think there's, like, that's my stance on it. Like, I like to share, like, things that are really happening. I don't sugarcoat things. I know that's like the Instagram lifestyle where you take your greatest picture, like you take 400 pictures, you post the best one where you look super skinny and you look all great and stuff. And you've done, you know, like that's just what people do. And it's expected, you know, you're editing yourself to be who you, who you want to be. And it's easy to do in photos, I suppose. Making videos is a little bit harder, but uh, deciding what to share can be a complicated thing. Like me naturally, like I've shared videos of when, uh, you know, my, my parents died, um, when, when all kinds of bad things happen. Like, it's just like, if I'm sharing my life, this is very much a part of my life. That being said, I made the decision this last time after some feedback on when I shared, I didn't show my, I showed old hen on her final days. I didn't show when she died or showed her dead or anything like that. That was, that was very private. Um, but it was a thing like, this is my chicken that I've had for the last nine years. She's lived a great life. She was never attacked somehow. Uh, but she's, she's reached the end and like, this is, this is what that's like. But this next comment here, and this one I'm about to read to you shows me that you really do have to be careful. Just like when I was talking earlier about me talking about how I want to lose weight and I just need to focus on that and how maybe that can have a, a, a dramatic impact positively on somebody out there. You just never know. Also what you share can have a negative impact as well. And that's what I'm going to share in this next comment from Mandalorian Bricks. He says, 
I love your podcast and I love your vlog channel. He's, he's, he's very kind comment here. He says, and I not only watched and listened to every single podcast episode since you started making them on Brickitect. I also watched hundreds and hundreds of your vlogs dating, dating back to when you didn't even have comments available. I only found one video I didn't watch on your vlog channel scrolling to the last three years that I missed somehow. I have a very stressful job, so on my way to work, I listen to motivational stuff. But when I'm coming home, I like to listen to your podcast, and it makes me feel at home. It makes my brain switch from stress to relaxation. I really appreciate you making these videos, despite them not making you a lot of money. Never about that. But this is, thank you for all the kind words, first of all. Uh, but this next part of this comment is where I, I, I think is where the, the important part of this is. He says, I just want to comment because you brought up about the dying chicken. As someone that uses YouTube to escape reality and is not even 30 and has 90 percent of his family dead, I didn't really like that video. He's talking about the one with old him. It said it made me have nightmares for quite a while, and I think about all the people that I've seen when they were extremely sick in their last days. That was my trigger. I wouldn't really care about the fox attack, you talking about it personally. The dying chicken video put me in a really bad place mentally, and if I did comment anything under it negatively, I apologize. I'm not sure if I did, but I might have, as I was quite upset. I know you're a very kind person who loves his family and is living his dreams. It wasn't your intention. It was really interesting to see how your mind works and how self-aware you are and considerate about others. It's very interesting that some researchers claim only 15% of human population are self-aware like that. Also loved One Piece. Zoro and Sanji were my favorite. Agreed. First of all, I want to offer you a, a, the biggest apology that I ever could. I, you said it here in your comment, but I will reiterate that it was never, ever, ever my intention in any of my videos to get anyone upset or to trigger anyone. My vlog channel is mostly just us sharing what is going on in real time. And that was something that was happening and I felt like needed to be addressed because I think of it in, in a couple ways. And at the time, I guess I'll explain how I was thinking of it then. I was like, you know, this chicken has been a part of my life and a part of our channel. And I don't know if you just go and be like, oh, here's, you know, here's the chickens, you know, three days later and there's a chicken missing. And then people are like, hey, what happened to their chicken? And they're like, oh, but uh, I think there's a way to do it that is considerate of people like you. Like I literally said in the last episode, I think a lot of people come to YouTube to get away from reality. And that's oftentimes why people do like videos that just share the best and greatest of things because it's like, oh, I wish my life was so perfect like that. Or you're so lucky to have everything perfect. Well, it's like, that's just not reality. That being said, do you need to share every little thing? No, you don't need to do that. And Again, you need to be considerate of this wide variety of people that are that are watching and, and and tuning into this out there, which is what this next comment is. I think this, I think DB Bricks says this way better than I could possibly say it. He says it's always difficult to find that boundary line when it comes to taste and decency with what people put online, primarily because everybody's boundary is different. See, he's already he's already trumped everything that I could possibly say. And with an audience as di as a diverse as yours, it becomes quite frankly impossible. It's very much to your credit, Greg, that people reacting negatively to when old hen passes sticks with you. It clearly shows you're not, it's not an issue that you would ever have to worry about in any normal circumstances and that you can live and learn when content does not need to be, does need to be tailored. I personally had absolutely no issue with seeing old hen's final days. It's regret regrettably a part of life, as you say, and the one wish so many of us who've had pets in the past have is to be able to make the most of any time you have left with them and be able to look back on them, much like you're doing with Roxy Bear. But I can very much uh, understand that it would upset some people. Maybe a parental guidance content warning or similar might have been way the way to go. Hindsight is always so wonderful in that regard. So easy to say now, impossible to go back and change. But for something as sudden as upsetting as a fox attack, I absolutely understand and applaud the decision not to put anything on Greg's world. I could understand a brief mention of what happened in part of a vlog, but talking about it openly like you have on this channel is absolutely the right thing to do and is more than enough to help us understand the distress and emotion to all involved chicken or human without pushing it over the edge uh, that I think video footage would. It definitely feels like a very different scenario to old hen and needs a different response. Hope you're all keeping well and keeping your chins up. Looking forward to the new additions to the coop. Expertly stated. I think like that that should be my response right there. It is very hard to know what to share and what not to share. And with death, and it's particularly just like uh, Mandalorian was talking about how there were some things that happened in his or her life that that kind of brought back. 
you need to think about what possibilities are out there. And it's a hard thing. Like, who knows? I mean, there could be things that I talk about in this podcast that, that upset people. I mean, how many people do get upset with things that you just never hear of or hear from? And that, that sucks because I all I ever want for my videos is to kind of like ideally, this is my my life dream. I don't know whether this actually happens or not, but through these little movies or home movies that I share, I, I do want them to be like an inspiration to people. I don't want them to be something that like triggers them or causes them nightmares or like any distress. I want it to be like, wow, if this guy can do this thing, I can do it. In fact, I can do it 10 times better. That's what I'd really like from people. But you know, you just, I guess you got to do your best. And like that to me was a learning situation. And I'm actually glad that that happened with old hen and the feedback that I got, because that made it this decision, like instant for me. I was like, I can't show this. I mean, I, th this, this can't be a thing. Anyways, that was, uh, I, I, that's the follow up on the chicken situation. Now we have, I guess we can go back to my thing of the week. And this is my, my idiot moment of the week. I was trying to figure out last week in listener feedback, what TLG stood for. I was like, I looked up TLG. There's so many like, uh, TLGs out there. I don't know what James is talking about. And he said, TLG is the Lego group. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's the Lego group. And Brixar also confirms, he says, um, the, uh, I, he says, I work with a job that has too many acronyms and I don't even care to rent. Uh, I, I don't even care, uh, what most of them are. I may be wrong, but I think TLG is the Lego group. Mostly they only refer to themselves as that. And most people call them Lego. How do I not know that TLG is the Lego group? I, th this entire room is filled with Lego and I'm like TLG, the learning group. I, I was close. You know, I do wish I had the resources to open up some kind of toy and train museum with some hands-on and hands-off areas. That would be amazing. Dude. I still think about that time that Clark and I met you at, uh, in Philly and you had your, your Thomas Duplo trains out there and Clark was just like loving those. And it just seems like the perfect thing. I like, I would love so much for Jabo to start like his, his, I, I, I guess he has like more than just the Lego thing, like the trains and Thomas and all that stuff. It would be so cool. He could even put out his, his comic books that he's collected in baseball cards, maybe give one away for free to everybody that enters in. And by the end of like your, your first year, you'll have all of your stuff that you're trying to like get rid of and sold off. But man, wouldn't that be an amazing place to see like like who, someone that has a, a lot of history in all of these things, whether it be train stuff or, or Lego, it'd be really cool to see. So it's, it's like, I'm, I'm, I, I hope that someday you can pull it off. That would be so cool. So cool. Otherwise, we're just going to have to open up your basement to the public and then make it happen down there. <laughs> Next one comes from uh, G Family. He says, kids have such a cute, innocent way of naming pets and stuffies. I smiled when I heard the chicken's name. His name's Tom Brown. That was, that was the chicken that got attacked. Um, Clark named it. I, I don't know where that came from, but it's, uh, yeah, we've, we've got a whole, whole slew of weird chicken names out there and I'm excited to see what new ones come from the new chickens. I'm leaving it completely up to Clark. So whatever our six new chickens are named, hoping that all six of them make it here and I can keep them alive. It, it will, we'll, I guess we'll find out in the next week or so. It might take some time for him to figure out what they're going to be called. Although he named the other ones really early. Because we had a chicken that was identical to Emily uh, named Raph. I think it may have been short for Raphael. <laughs> and uh, again, a hen. And uh, she died within a few days. She had some, something wrong with her. I can't remember what it was, but she was real weak from the time we got her and she didn't make it. Um, but she had a name and her name was Raph. Uh, she, uh, she family says, my six-year-old named son named a pumpkin, pumpkin head bear Halloween-y. Can't help but chuckle and document, of course. Everything get on camera and record. Don't be shy. Or uh, old you will thank your younger you down the road. I always say that. It's a gift to your future self. Next one comes from Obtainable Bricks, who uh, is commenting on my my thought of the week last week that was that eBay should have automatic feedback. And Obtainable agrees. Feedback should be required on eBay both ways, which I'm happy to say. This week, I went ahead and I sent a message to all of the people that bought from me in my Brickitech store. It was like nine different sales. Six of, six of them had been delivered. I had one feedback. And I left a message to each of them just saying like, hey, I noticed that your item was shown as delivered. And uh, if you're happy with your purchase and everything went well with it, could you take a, a moment to leave me some positive feedback? I just recently started my store and it would do, you know, it, it would be a big help to let other people know that I'm a, a trustworthy seller. And uh, two of those people did. So I'm up to three feedback now, making my way up, baby. So I would think that's enough now with 
three to be like, okay, he's, he's sold some things before. He's not going to rip me off. Because at zero, it's like, oh, I don't know, dude. He's never sold anything on eBay, and now I'm going to be the first person. I don't want to. I don't want to do this, uh, but we're there. And I actually made a purchase yesterday too. I bought a little mini fig that we needed for it to complete one of our sets, which was a whole topic that I missed from this week. Uh, I guess it's my uh, my the Lego of the week. I've been putting together these two Scooby Doo sets that uh, were one of them was mostly complete, and I come to find out as I dug through this lot that I had. I only needed like three pieces to complete the set. It's the mystery machine and it's worth like $120. I had everything but three pieces. And then there was a plane in there too, the, the Scooby-Doo plane. And I was like, let me just see. And we got that together and it literally turned out that between the two sets, I only needed like $5 worth of parts. So I went to BrickLink and I got those. But there was a Scooby-Doo uh, minifig that I needed who was like a pilot. And on BrickLink, it was like $5, but the lady wanted like $10 for shipping. I ended up going on eBay and getting that for $4 with I think $4 shipping, so it was only eight bucks, and I bought it through the Brickitech store account, so I'm hoping that that seller gives me positive feedback, so that'll put me up to four. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like gaming the system trying to find my way, but like, dude, completing all those sets, and the, the, the Scooby-Doo sets are crazy expensive. I come to find out that Velma, you know, Velma from Scooby-Doo, she is like $90. And Daphne, who I absolutely, I have Daphne because of mail time, she's worth like 25 bucks. It's crazy how much people love the Scooby-Doo stuff. And uh, speaking of that, Clark was so excited about these things that we started watching Scooby-Doo on Tubi, which is like, uh, it's absolutely, it's a great service. Tubi has all of the original G.I. Joe episodes, all the original Transformers episodes. It's where we used to watch the uh, Australian Lego Masters, UK Lego Masters. Um, and it, it's it's great. Scooby-Doo's on there as well. So we watched some Scooby-Doo this week and uh, gave him an idea of like what that was actually was because he loved the sets and he just needed some reference material so he was totally into that he's now uh watching pokemon on netflix he watched like the, the original series all the episodes they had but now he's watching another pokemon series with better animation i forget what it's called but he gets up like at 5 30 in the morning he runs downstairs like he gets up super early he's a very time sensitive dude he gets up at like 5 30 in the morning he comes down he watches tv he gets himself breakfast now, and it's his rule that he needs to be ready for school by 7 a.m. because that's our time that we play video games from 7 to 8 a.m. We play, it takes two currently, it's like a co-op game, but he's very focused on the time. He's always checking the time, making sure that he's on time, <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. Like, I've never, back to the, our proud moment, I've never had to pull Clark out of bed. It's always, he's always been an early bird and always very, like, responsible. That's pretty darn cool. I don't know if that's, I'm, I don't know if it's nature or nurture, but it's it's like nice to see. Uh, but that's kind of what we've been up to, and I, I miss that. I, I don't know what that topic is. It's something of the week. It's it's another thing of the week, I suppose. Uh, Tracy says on Mercari, I've never shopped on Mercari before. It says feedback is a part of the process. The seller doesn't get paid until there's feedback, or three days after delivery, so it promotes it. Hey, that could work. How about as a buyer, you don't get your item unless you leave feedback? Oh, see, that's like, it's more important, I think, as a seller that the buyer gives you feedback than it is as a buyer to get feedback. Because like you can buy anything with no feedback. It doesn't matter what your feedback is. You could have negative feedbacks and buy anything you want. As a seller, though, it's, it's essential. And again, I go back to saying that once you ship a product out and that buyer receives the product, like it's shown as delivered, that should be positive feedback from eBay that says you did what you're supposed to do. As a buyer, it should happen immediately after payment. You paid for an item. Positive feedback. They can override it if they need to for whatever reason, but it should just be automatic because there's so many transactions, at least in my experience, there's so many transactions that just aren't getting documented in, in any way. And no one's getting credit for it. So that sucks. Next one is from a channel I sub to. No Dig Garden Channel. It says Greginator. I'm thinking about changing my name to that. He says, I think it's best not to show the actual aftermath of the Foxes in an incident for the reasons you mentioned. Now, I need your advice. Advice attacked coming out of the woodwork. It says, since you're up to speed on tech accessories for iPhone recording, could you recommend a lavalier for my 14 Pro for use in my videos? Thanks, Greg. I always appreciate the content from Bobby. I've never used a lavalier, but I really love wireless mics. The one I like in particular is the... Uh, it's called the DJI mic and it's great because it comes with a little uh, receiver that you can plug your uh, lightning. It has like a lightning port with it and a 
USB-C, so the thing that you use for your iPhone. It works with that, and you plug that into the bottom of your phone. There's like this little box that plugs in the bottom of your phone. I'll keep this as simple as possible. So, Bobby, there's this little box that plugs into the bottom of your phone. Then it has this wireless microphone. It looks like another little box. It's about the size of a 9-volt battery. Picture that has a magnet on it that you can put down inside your shirt and then clip that little nine volt battery looking thing to the outside of your shirt. And that's the mic. And then as you're talking, no matter where you are, you could be all the way across your entire garden talking to your phone that's all the way across the other side. And it picks that up and you sound like you're literally talking right into the microphone like I am right now. It's a glorious thing. You could use a lavalier. I think there's some cheap ones out there. I think the one that I have that I, I just don't like to use is a Sure one, but Rode makes them as well. Any Rode product is good. I think there's a wireless Go, I think is their version of the DJI mic. But what I like about the DJI mic, and if you have if you have an iPhone, you might have AirPods. Or they're like, it comes in like this little thing that you put them inside and they seal inside this little case that charges them. The DJI mic does exactly that. I should be holding it up right now so you can see it. Maybe one of these days I'll make a video about all of my equipment just in case people are curious. I think I could infiltrate that into a no zero days vlog and be like, hey, you ever thinking about making video stuff? Here's all the crap that I own and some of the stuff that I need to sell and put on eBay to like reinvest in some more crap. Because there's this camera that I've been like eyeing up. I've been watching tons of videos and I'm like contemplating it because it's like really cool for creative purposes. So uh, stay tuned for that. But I'd recommend the DJI mic. It's so easy. Like literally plug and play and you have great audio. That being said, I record with my iPhone constantly with no mic, and it sounds just fine. Uh, you could also do a shotgun mic, which is uh, what is on top of this camera right here. This is a Rode Video Micro, and you can plug this into your phone using the right cable and then have that on top of the little furry thing in case it's windy outside. You could do that as well, but I, uh, you could take a lot of different choices. The only downside is with the... The DJI mic is it's expensive. I think it's like 300 bucks versus a lavalier mic. You probably get a good road one for like 70 some bucks. It just depends where you're at and what you need. He has another question though. He says Re repeat offender in the same episode. I love it. Comment 15 times if you want to, Bobby. He says, our son is five and a half and we love playing video games at the arcades and the wife has finally agreed to let Santa bring us, yes, us, a setup. Would you be so kind to guide me on what you would do in terms of using a PC or console, an Xbox or PlayStation? I like the idea of Game Pass, but I would want the best setup. He loves driving games mostly. Secondly, since uh, I got you, thoughts on buying a Wii for a more interactive experience with him, like bowling or such? What I would do, I would get an Xbox. You could get a Series S. It doesn't have the best, it doesn't have the graphics that a Series X has. Uh, that's about $500. I think a Series S is $300. If budget's not an issue, I would go ahead and get the X. It's the big black looking cube thing that's from Xbox or from Microsoft. And I wouldn't buy any games with it. I would simply sign up for Game Pass. You can sign up uh, monthly, uh, quarterly. You can sign up yearly. I always get deals online. I find like three months for like eight bucks or something. I can't remember the price, but we end up getting a pretty good deal on it. And that is all you need because you can get on there. There's tons of driving games. You could play Forza. Um, Forza Horizon be perfect. It's like an arcade racing experience. There's Need for Speed on there. There's just a ton of games. You'll never get bored with all the games that are on Game Pass. You, If you like a little chill game, you could play some Flight Simulator, something I enjoy doing. Uh, it's There's so much. That's that's absolutely what I would do. Uh, Xbox versus PlayStation. I, I love PlayStation as much as the next guy, but I feel like game-wise... I feel like Game Pass is where it's at. So I would get a Series X if, if you got the $500 to blow. And if Santa Claus is bringing it, you might as well get the good one, right? And then just sign up for Game Pass for, for a year or whatever card you can get. Or you can sign up on there. That's going to cost you a little bit. But you don't need to buy any games. You can play all the Halo games. It sounds like you missed out on, like, you don't really have any games. So, man, you can play all the Halo games. Gears of War is on there. Uh, what else? I mean, everything. There's all kinds of EA games. You can play Mass Effect. They just bought... Um, Bethesda, so you could play Skyrim, which is a game that I want to go back and play. You could play the new Starfield game. Oh my goodness. I mean, you you may never garden again at this point. You might just be playing video games for all eternity. Who knows? So that's what I would do if I were you. Game Pass Ultimate is what it's called. It gets you all that stuff. So there you be. Santa Claus. Hope he's hope he's watching. Uh, next one comes from NC Family of Three, uh, also on the tech advice scene. 
says, uh, thanks for, if you guys want to correct me on any of my recommendations, feel free to do it in the comments. So if, Bobby, if you're looking down through the comments and someone says, Greg, you are such an Xbox fanboy, you should totally get PlayStation Plus and you could play these games. You know, that's fine. But I, I think even as a PlayStation hardcore, you are going to have a, a tough time saying that the PlayStation lineup of games is better than Game Pass. Game Pass just kills it. It's like the Netflix of video games. NC Family 3 says, uh, you brought up some great points to consider about upgrades to their iPhone or whether or not to upgrade. I agree that most of our viewers wouldn't know the difference, but there is one specific limitation I didn't mention. Our current iPhone 14 looks terrible, pixelated in low light if we zoom to 0.5x zoom lens, and the 14 or 15 Pro camera has that third lens that should look better in low light. We shot a few indoor courses early on in low light that looked terrible, and the low viewers are evident in those videos. We have since employed a different methodology if we film indoor course where we don't zoom in, don't zoom out uh, to stay on the 1x zoom lens, but it's restrictive to trying to keep the subject in frame without adjusting the zoom. So I feel like the 14 or 15 Pro cameras would improve our experience filming indoors. With that being said, I think we are going to continue with that for what we have for now, and maybe next year we'll upgrade. Okay, first of all, that wide camera is nowhere near as good as the primary camera, the one that you're talking about, the 1x zoom camera. If you're indoors, that is definitely the camera you wanna use. Neither of the two other cameras are gonna be as good. The The wide camera, the aperture is, I think like a two point something, and the, the, the 1x camera is like a 1.4, 1.8. The lower the number, the better in low light. So whenever you're inside, don't use that wide angle lens. You're gonna have the same issue if you use a GoPro inside. It looks like absolute dookie fruit. Use that 1x lens. If you're having issues at that point, you should probably look into getting like an actual camera. I don't know how hard it would be for you to have a camera on hand when you're playing these games, but like if all you're doing is golf stuff, I think maybe I would invest in like getting a decent camera. Like this Sony ZV-1 is fantastic in low light, but the lens isn't super wide. So I don't, I, I imagine sometimes you do want a wide shot, maybe a lens that you can zoom in and zoom out, but I would look into getting like a regular camera if you can swing it, but maybe you want to just look, you know, you don't want to draw attention to yourself out there like you're filming, which the iPhone's going to do fine. You're not going to do any better. There is not a, a, enough of a difference between the 14 or 15 to make any difference at all. The only reason that I would upgrade from a regular to a pro would be if you want that telephoto lens, which is like that 3x or 5x but i can't imagine that's going to do too much for you on a, on a mini golf course because like what are you zooming into bro like are you on the fifth hole and like your family's on the 12th hole and you need to get over there somehow like to show what they're doing probably not just use the iphones make videos that tell good stories and people will come don't worry about that that being said maybe next year with the new iphone 16 pro the thing's just like next level which is what i think we're all hoping for and then maybe I'd go get that. But that that wide lens indoors is always going to suck. And low light's always going to be a problem with cell phones. That's why maybe getting a regular camera could be better. But that opens up a whole nother rabbit hole of stuff. And you're going to end up where I'm at, where I would do nothing on YouTube but watch camera reviews and comparisons. And I've got so many things that I'm into, like in terms of cameras. I wish I could try them all out and just see what I like. Uh, but ultimately, like I said last week, sometimes what you have is good enough. And I watched this dude that makes a video with this camera that's like almost a decade old at this point. And he makes these very cool, like artsy videos using it. And the last thing that anyone says or cares about in the comments is why the quality's not as good as the, the iPhone 15 Pro Max or whatever. It's just, it just doesn't matter if you're making good videos. All right, let's go on to the, uh, I guess the viewing side of things. This is from Legolicious. I like that name. He says, Clone Wars. Is an excellent choice talking about maybe getting into clone wars although clark is now like doing the pokemon thing he's like bailed on me he says however as a warning do not underestimate the show it's not as not just a friendly kid show there are deeper undertones and themes of tragedy and war uh that are deeply rooted it's potential one of the saddest shows i've ever watched <sighs> yeah i can i can see your point there i want to watch the clone Wars so i can know about more star wars there's so much star wars stuff that i don't know simply because i don't know clone wars i think it'd be good for clark man I could watch it solo, but I kind of want to like share that experience. You know what I mean? So uh, let's see. I'll, I'll see. I do appreciate the review or like the warning, I guess. Next one's from Jim, who is also a repeat, repeat offender in this episode. He says, One Piece was good. Very fun. Started the anime version and it's long. There must be 40 to 50 hours or more of 20 minute episodes. Also, someone said, if you're looking to do that, someone left me a comment that said you should start on episode 18, which kind of picks up where the first season of One Piece, the 
live action show leaves off. So maybe we'll we'll do that uh, if I can get Clark off the Pokemons. Next one comes from Joey. Says, Greg, so happy you and Clark loved One Piece. I definitely have to check it out. If you're taking the plunge into quality kids animation, I have to say Clone Wars is a fantastic choice. See, we're, we got mixed mixed feelings here, especially since Clark will be familiar with some of the characters, I'm assuming. Yeah, he knows some of it. Ahsoka, we're watching Ahsoka right now. Amazing show. Then Rebels is actually really good as well. I would also highly recommend Avatar The Last Airbender. I have an eight-year-old brother and he loves it. See, we've got all these recommendations, plus... We just signed up for Paramount Plus this week because I, I gave YouTube TV the boot. It was like $70 a month. Now we have Paramount Plus because we just like watching Survivor. But they've got an incredible lineup of shows, including Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the new movies on there, the Transformers movies on there. There is so much. And all the old Nickelodeon shows that I loved as a kid, I can't believe their lineup. So it's not a matter of watching a show. It's a matter of like, picking one to watch is where it comes down to. So that's going to be, I guess, maybe my thing of the week next week. What show did we ultimately end up settling on? Because we need a new one. Uh, I'll report back. Uh, So on that, uh, that's pretty much everything that I I had to talk about this week. All of the things of the week. If you have any things of the week that you'd like to share, or maybe something that you would find interest in me talking about next week, throw it out there. If you have any reactions to things I said, my hot take on uh, Game Pass or uh, thoughts on literally anything in general outside of the chicken thing, let's, I just want to move on from that. Like that's next week, I'll be talking about my new chickens probably. I think they'll be here, right? Yeah, they'll be here. So I, I should be able to talk about that. Uh, so that'll be exciting. Uh, but anything else, anything else is on the table. Don't be afraid to offend me. Uh, you, just throw it out there. I appreciate the feedback. It really adds an element to these podcasts. I think that that is great and, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. So thank you all for tuning in. I hope you have a glorious week in whatever that you do. And as always, we'll find you in the next missing pieces. <laughs>